transportation matters. The CEO podcast of Daimler Trucks and Buses. Hello and welcome. In each episode, Daimler Trucks and Buses CEO Martin Down welcomes a special guest to talk about transportation matters and beyond. Today's topic is about the why. Why, as a company, are we doing business beyond making money? What drives us? What gets us up in the morning to give our best? In other words, what is our purpose? Martin Daum goes after these questions in his conversation with Brad White, a veteran specialized in helping businesses to define and use their purpose beyond the financials. Brad White likes to compare his work to that of an archaeologist who engages in digging deep down to the core of a company to find its heritage and reasons for existence, to reveal its underlying values and key principles. Having done this for dozens of companies across industries, borders, and size, Brad talks to Martin about whether purpose is just another flavor of the day or if it's already embedded in every corporation. The two are also discussing why it's important to have a purpose and to live by it, and why, first and foremost, Having a purpose is a basic human need. Hi, Brad. Welcome to, yeah, we can say welcome to the show, to the conversation. I'm really excited about it. And let's talk about purpose. But when I think of purpose in a company context, isn't it just another flavor of the day? Like we had uh, cost cutting in the, in the 90s. Now with a Generation Y being more on the, on the softer side, more of on, on the side looking for sense, then we'd call it purpose and run purpose through a company. Isn't it a flavor of the day or more? Uh, you know, I think that it's more. I think certainly there are trends happening right now that make purpose a topic in business. But I also think about when companies were founded, whether they're founded five years ago, 10 years ago, or 100 years ago, the, the founder of that company rarely was looking just to make money. The founder wanted to have an impact in the world. The, the, the founder had an idea, some innovation, some need in the world that needed to be addressed. And so the, the founder started a business and grew the business and um, figured out a way to create value by selling things, moving things, performing services. And that is really the essence of purpose. You know, why does the company exist? And so you could say that there are, and, and I'm sure we'll talk more about millennials and the expectations of the workplace today and, and changing attitudes and the impacts of globalization. But really, if you boil purpose down, you can look at anyone who started a company and you can say that that founder had a purpose. And that's been true throughout all of, of history, the history of business. And so um, there are influences that are making purpose important today. But I think purpose has always been important as long as we've been starting businesses and growing businesses. And I think this is a very important point, which I see in business too. A lot of things we emphasize and highlight today, and purpose is one of those, had been there forever. We potentially didn't have a word for it, a name, but we were in the past, and I'm now 30 plus years in the business, we had similar things, but we didn't give them the same name. But I, I really agree with you that the question why we are doing business is extremely important. And it's beyond making money. So what, uh, where do you see purpose in what industries? I see purpose in every industry. The need for meaning, 
that, that people have at all levels of an organization is a very basic human need. It goes back to human psychology that, um, you know, we can go several days without food. We can go f- far less time without water. But there's been studies that have shown that we can't go more than 30 seconds without trying to figure out the meaning of something. And this is a fundamental sort of biological need that we have, that we're always trying to figure out you know, somebody else's intent and, and what things mean. And so it's encoded into who we are as individuals. And so if you think about a, an organization, a business as a collection of individuals, you have a group of people who are, who are looking for meaning, right? They're looking to connect. They're looking to have an impact in the world. And so when we start thinking about this idea of purpose, that has an impact across all industries, across all businesses, you know, whether it's uh, trucks and cars or if it's retail or if it's manufacturing or if it's services like accounting, people have a fundamental need for meaning and to connect with their work with some impact in the world. And that doesn't change across industries and across different kinds of companies. And so we see it because all businesses are essentially people. We see purpose in every business in every culture around the world. So you wouldn't say that there is an there could be an absolute purposeless business, something without any purpose. I don't think so. I think there's always an answer to the question why why we exist. I mean, you had said that uh, that now more than ever it's important to understand why business exists. I think anytime you have an organization of people that get together, there's some reason why they're getting together. There's some objective. There's something they want to accomplish, and that's. That's their purpose. But if every corporation and every business has a purpose, then you don't need to invent the purpose of that entity. You have to kind of figure it out and spell it out. Yeah. And we use this word excavate, right? which, is a, which for me is a great visual for what we need to do as organizations to understand purpose. You know, excavation is really sort of digging something up, whether it's uh, dinosaur bones or or maybe it's uh, silver or copper that's been buried. It's there. It's in the organization. We have to to excavate it. We have to dig it up. We have to clear clear away what's covering it so that we can we can find it. And um, we see that organizations have a very unique purpose. Um, Aristotle said twenty three hundred years ago that. Where your strengths and the needs in the world intersect, that's where you'll find your calling or your purpose. And so this is also telling us that it's, it's important that we look at each organization's strengths, what's unique about the organization. And that's going to be different across all organizations. And then, of course, we look at the needs in the world, and those are going to be different across organizations. And so I agree with you that all organizations have a purpose, and all of those different organizations are going to have a unique purpose based on who they are at their best and what's unique about them and the unique needs that they fulfill in the world. Ben, you used the uh, analogy of excavation. Is this a, a really difficult uh, excavation, like you need machinery, or is it something where you just have to bend down and uh, kick a little bit dust away and then take the the emerald, you know, from the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, my view is that it's enough excavation for it to be authentic, that you have to go deep enough to really find that emerald. And I think the larger an organization is, the more complex, the more global it is, the longer it's been in business, the more business units it has, the more digging is required. 
Um, and actually, this is, I think, something that you'd be familiar with. I mean, you, you have a global business, uh, many different business units. It's been in, in business. All of the business units have, have been around for up to and over 100 years in some cases. Your perspective on, on your business, right, is, um, is global and it's complex. And so to find something authentic, I would imagine for you, thinking about your business, is it's not a superficial examination. It's something that needs to go deep into the organization. Yeah, I remember that was one when, when we started that journey of excavation was one of my biggest concerns because Daimler Trucks as a global company has so many different entities like Fuso in Japan, like our newfounded Bharat-Benz entity in India, like Freightliner in North America, a very proud company with a long tradition and then certainly Mercedes trucks in Germany, that all those entities with their different histories, with their different meanings, you know, have very little in common. And I didn't want any artificial, you know, smallest common denominator uh, on top of everything. So that was my biggest concern. And on the other side, it was at the end, the highlight of the process. So there is a deep thing which all have together, and that has to do with transportation and transportation matters. And our podcast series here is potentially one of the outcomes from that. But why didn't we talk about purpose 10 years ago or 20 years ago? Why is it now uh, on the agenda? And it's not just on our company. I see it a lot of companies, you know, trying to put that purpose concept in front. Yeah. I think there are two trends that are influencing why we're talking about purpose now. You mentioned it earlier, the millennial generation. Millennials and Generation Y are people born between the early 1980s and the late 1990s. In particular, the millennials are considered the first truly digital generation, growing up with the internet, digitalization, and smartphones from the time they were born. The name Generation Y stems from the assumption that millennials question existing traditions and structures, which is also exactly the key question of purpose. Younger workers now are expecting their companies to have some purpose other than purely making money. Uh, I think millennials are coming into a world that has uh, a consciousness about the impact that humans are, are having. Uh, I think 10, 20, 30 years ago, we didn't think about the impacts that um, businesses are having on the earth nearly as intensely as we, we do today. We didn't know enough. We didn't have the fact base. And I think today we understand that business activities have an impact in the world. And the millennial generation is inheriting this, this world we're giving them. And they have a consciousness and a, a very deep need to um, work for businesses that are actively trying to improve the world whether that's uh, socially or, or through uh, climate change. In, in many respects, they want to reverse the impacts that business has had over the last 50 or 60 years, but in, often in, in very responsible ways. I mean, very, very, they're not rejecting the idea of business. They're just saying that we expect businesses to participate in finding solutions. And so I think that's the, the first trend. The second one is globalization. You know, over the last 30 years, certainly, I, I don't need to tell you that the world has become more globalized because you're in the business of helping the world become more globalized and moving Absolutely, things around. Yes. Yeah. And, and globalization, I think, um, has also called us all to understand the impact that business is having 
not just locally in our communities where we may have a factory or we may, that's where we work, but to have an understanding that um, as businesses become global, they're having an impact globally and can have a positive impact globally. And I, I think these two trends, the intersection of these two um, have led us to have more of a consciousness around purpose as a business topic. And that gives me another idea. I mean, when you talk about globalization, you meant the movement of goods and getting people together. But I would say the biggest globalization we have when it comes down to information. Mm. Today, information, something happens in the world in, this, in milliseconds. You know, it's around the entire globe. A couple of years ago, uh, you had to do a photo a picture and then you have to send it by mail, you know, to then you have it three, four days later. Today, you have it really within seconds around the globe. So that is, for me, the really true globalization. You can't hide on the one side, but on the other side, good news. You can spread good news pretty much out far and then you need direction and their purpose can help. In the past, we had concepts called vision and strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, would you say now purpose replaced vision and strategies or does purpose complement vision and strategies? It, it certainly complements vision and strategy. I think about often there's, there's vision, there's strategy, there's mission, and they all serve a role. And, and the way I think about it is vision is where you're going. It's uh, if you think of the analogy of a, of a mountain climber, The where you're going is, which peak are you going to climb? You're standing in the valley trying to figure out which, which of these mountains am I going to climb? Because it, it matters that if you have a team or a group or organization, uh, you need to give them some place uh, to go. You need a destination, an objective. And so which mountain you're going to climb, that's your vision. That's your direction. Your mission is what you do. So if we think about mountaineers, um, the mission is, is we're mountaineers. We climb mountains. That's what we do. Um, if you manufacture and distribute trucks and buses, that's what you do. That's the business you're in. Strategy is a set of, of choices around how are we going to invest in order to get from where we are to where we want to be, to, to achieve that vision. And I would say purpose complements this because purpose answers the essential question, why, behind all of that. Why should I climb that mountain and waste all that energy? Why the heck should I really walk up that hill? That's exactly it. That's exactly it's. It's why are we mountaineers in the first place? Why, why do we choose to do this? Why are we going up that mountain? And why do we use this specific strategy? You know, why is it important that we that that the strategy we choose connects that idea of what we do and and where we want to go? And so the idea of purpose is sort of underneath all of those ideas, constantly answering the question, why? Why are we doing this? Hmm. And we, I would say we experienced that when we at Daimler did the excavating of our purpose at Daimler Trucks with the global organization behind it. And I would say for me, one of the most impressive part was when I got similar sentences from people all over the world, you know, whether a worker in Brazil or an employee in India or an executive in the United States, all contributed to similar facts in all the aspects. Yeah, and I think that the part of the reason behind that is that despite that there are different business units in different geographies, that fundamentally, if you think of something, let's take the, the example of, of a nurse or a doctor. A nurse or a doctor in China or in Argentina or in Mexico or in Kenya, they all serve the same purpose, right? They're, they're all trying to improve the human condition. They're all trying to, to fundamentally help people 
to to battle disease or to prevent uh, themselves from from getting sick in the first place. And if you ask them about it all over the world in different cultures, you get a similar response. I think it's true in in organizations like Daimler Truck, where you have uh, it's the, the scale of operations is global, and you have people all over the world, and you start to ask them. What kind of an organization are we? What do we stand for? Uh, what sort of needs in the world are we delivering on? And you start to hear similar responses all over because they've already kind of worked out in their heads why they're doing it as an individual. Like, what is it that draws them to, to, to do this work? And this is where you can start to see the real power of, of purpose, not as a top-down idea that we just decide mm-hmm. in the boardroom what our purpose is and then, and then announce it from the hilltop, but really excavating it across the globe from all of the people that are part of the organization and incorporating their ideas and their views. And that makes purpose both authentic and very powerful. When we talk purpose and, and, and we look how you uh, uh, create it, it's far more than a tagline for you at the end. Yeah, So the purpose is then a description of why we are here certainly summarized in a tagline, but then you come up always with so-called purpose principles. Could you elaborate a little bit more on those? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I had mentioned earlier um, Aristotle's view that when your strengths and the need in the world intersect, that's where you'll find your calling. And so one of the first things we do in this excavation is always to look at the strengths of the organization. And we, we are constantly asking ourselves, who are we when we're at our best? I mean, there's this idea that we're not always at our best and um, no one can be. But if you look at that idea of who are we when we're at our best, what are those stories that we share with one another that help us to understand who are we as an organization when we're at our absolute best? We try to distill these into a handful of, of principles that answer that question, who are we when we're at our best? And that helps us to understand that what's unique about us, what are our strengths? Um, and So that then needs to be combined with this need in the world. But these purpose principles help us to have something that's very authentic to the organization. So we often say that when we talk about purpose principles, we're not inventing anything new. If you think about it as an excavation, we're just looking for what's already there. When we talk about them in the organization, they should feel comfortable to people. They shouldn't be new. They shouldn't be surprising. We often say we're holding up a mirror to the organization so that they can they can look at themselves. And so done well, the purpose principles authentically articulate who we are when we're at our best. And people should look at them and say, yes, that's an organization that I want to work for. I'm proud to be part of that organization. I want to continue the living what makes us best. And this is why purpose principles are an important ingredient for the purpose. Mm-hmm. No, and for me, that was important too, because when we had then the purpose principles developed, I saw them immediately on three different level where we can really use them in our daily life around the globe. One is how we interact inside the organization mm-hmm. with each other. Secondly, how we interact with our customers. And third, how we interact with society around us. Mm-hmm. The people of Daimler Trucks and Buses share the same purpose. And in doing so, team members around the world act on the same basic principles. We start with listening. We build to solve. We lead with a long view and we progress together. Combined, they underline the purpose. We serve those who keep the world moving. And I would say now it would be about time to lift the purpose of Daimler Trucks and to get more specific from the general uh, to, to the practical application. 
In summary, I would say what, what you guys find out is that we deliver products to move people or goods everywhere in the world in all situations. Whether that is water to get out a wildfire somewhere in Spain with a Unimog, or whether it's a bus in Japan to carry kids to school or a school bus in the United States, or whether this is a long-haul tractor who carries a load from A to B anywhere in the world. Different technology levels, different road conditions, different trailers, but it's somehow a power unit that moves goods from A to B. And those goods never are used just out for fun. This is always to make the world a better place, to get something constructed, to get the fire out, to get people from A to B, to get goods from a factory to a store, and so on and so on. What are, in your opinion, the biggest mistakes a company can do once we have developed the purpose? So I think one of the biggest mistakes is to say, ah, we have a purpose. We have a line, we have a description, we have articulated, we've, we've finished the excavation. So we've taken the big machines, the excavators, we've parked them in the garage and we dust our hands off and, and then we go home. I think the biggest pitfall, the biggest mistake is not understanding that excavation is maybe 10 or 20% of the effort. The remaining 80 to 90% is, is living it. It's making the hard choices to embed the purpose in the organization so that it is something that the entire organization lives every day. That, I think, is the biggest pitfall that I see. Could you, without necessarily naming particular company names, could you tell me or describe one very positive example where you have seen where a purpose really was able to change a company? Well, there's there's one example, and, and uh, I can tell you who they are um, from the U.S., CVS Healthcare, which is a local convenience drugstore chain that was started. It was CVS stands for Customer Value Store. It was started in Rhode Island. And uh, about 10 years ago, they took a step back to understand what their purpose was, to ask themselves, what, what, what business are we really in? Why, why are we in this business? What value are we creating in the world? And they decided that, uh, that they have always been and they will always be in the business of helping people on their journey to better health. And when they looked at that purpose and they, they had said, we've done a good job of excavating it, this really is our purpose and, and we need to start living this, they realized they were doing one thing that was absolutely contradictory to that purpose. And that was they were selling tobacco products and oftentimes selling tobacco products to you know teenagers. And it was a $1 billion revenue uh, line of business for them. And so they took the very difficult uh, decision to stop selling tobacco products. And so this is about 10 years ago, and it's a it's somewhat well-known example of a company that, because of their purpose, made a very big business decision. Now, what this also did, the second part of the story isn't that they said, ah, we're just going to uh, lose a billion dollars of revenue next year. What it forced them to do was then to think, how do we replace that with something that's consistent with our purpose? And so CVS started to go out and to acquire other businesses that were much more in line with the idea of helping people on their journey to better health. And so now CVS is uh, one of the, the largest companies in the world. It's one of the most successful, um, and in part because they've been living that purpose. If you think about social impacts, um, there were lots of studies that were done on the rates of smoking in the U.S. after CVS pulled tobacco products from their shelves. Because you could say, ah, well, somebody else will just sell the cigarettes. Well, it turns out that, that cigarette smoking was reduced 
uh, across the U.S. in all of the locations where CVS had stores. And so that was a lasting positive social impact on top of being good business for CVS. Do you think that going back maybe 10 years in your career, if there had been a purpose articulated 10 years ago, would you have used it uh, to make decisions differently or to think differently about, about any decisions? And thinking about the last 10 years, do you think that going forward over the next 10 years, there will be decisions that, that you'll be making where purpose is going to be uh, provide guidance or provide the, the North Star for how you make those decisions? I mean, the general problem in, in our business is always that this short-term, long-term view. Mm-hmm. That I would say here, a clear purpose statement top-down into the entire organization is very important. Secondly, we always talk customer view. Yeah, I remember that 20 years ago already. We have to have the customer in mind. How customer-oriented is that manager? How customer-oriented are we as an organization? The true customer view is how do we make our customer more successful? Yeah, Do we solve an engineering puzzle or do we solve a customer problem at the end of the day? And yes, I'm fully aware that a couple of inventions we did in the past were more solving an, an engineering puzzle than having a true customer need in mind. And for that, I would say the purpose here would have helped us in the past in its clarity. Individual elements had been always there. And then for me, this progress together is in a global organization, something which I would say is always a great rallying cry. It's not about who is the best and the fastest. You know, we are one team. Yeah, so we progress together. But for me, the progress together is a similar thing. Is the, I want that every single employee with us knows that we progress as a company only together if the societies we are in progress. And that is environmental sustainable health as well as a financial health. It needs both. It's not a contradiction, one or the other. Yeah, it has to be both. If one part is missing, we are not progressing together, and then we are not progressing at all. It's not that just the one side progresses and then the other is left behind. Nobody progresses in this case. And I've always wanted to ask you, you know, trucks are the, the manufacture and distribution and sales of trucks. Um, it's not a soft, fluffy kind of business, right? I mean, these are powertrains and engines and big tires. and um, But purpose often is... Uh, people say, oh, this is sort of a fluffy, soft kind of a concept, right? How has this sort of idea of, of I mean, do you agree that purpose is sort of a soft, fluffy thing? And also then how do you think about purpose in an organization that's fundamentally, you know, a heavy industry? I mean, sometimes, I mean, we are a heavy industry just because our products are heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say it's it's a technology driven. That's potentially more. It's not that the heaviness of the business, and it's not that uh, truckers are rougher than other more smooth and refined people. And I don't see that at all. Mm. I think we are on the one side very pragmatic. Why? Because our customers are pragmatic. You know, driving a truck, driving a bus is often a penny pinching business. So total cost of ownership, absolute reliability. Yeah, those are very important uh, topics for our customers and they can only be solved with technology. And once you you are in this, you know, cause and action, reason, figure it out, root cause analysis, you know, this is very 
mind, rational, analytical, and, and then you calculate everything and you invest 10 and you want to get 10.5 out of it. Mm -hmm. And the customer thinks like that. And we know that the customer thinks like that. So we have to do it for nine. So we have a margin mm -hmm. on our side too. Now I gave me double the margin of a customer. So let's, <laughs> so then it's the negotiation <laughs> who gets, <laughs> who gets that margin. So this is, this makes it very rational. Mm -hmm. And here comes sometimes the disparity to a concept which is then fluffy and it's more on the philosophical side, mm -hmm. can even say esoteric side. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would say that is wrong too, because why? Because we look at the aesthetics of our products. You know, we have those wow moments, you know, when a, when a, when a shiny new truck, you know, is presented. You know, I see it when the customers pick up the trucks in our delivery centers. You know, for them, this is a really big and huge moment. And yes, it looks good. And yes, uh, you can show it to your family, you know, and you can proud about it. You know, I am a truck driver. This is in every country is something, you know, which, which means something, you know, that sometimes carries far more image than just being in a regular office job, you know, which seems to be boring. Mm -hmm. Driving a truck is an exciting part. So there is always emotional stuff in us. In, and there we are Im immediately, you know, on that away from the rational side. So if I would say that is always a very first potentially hesitation when people hear something like purpose. But once you explain it, once you bring it back to that action side, you know, then it's fairly well understood. And yes, customer wants that we solve their problems. Yes, customer wants that we are around for the long time. Yes, customers appreciate if we listen to them and don't you know, shut them down with solutions that are not wanted. And yes, I would say ultimately in any business relationship, the progressing together is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for me, it also comes back to the idea that we're all human and we're all, we all want to uh, find meaning in what we do. We all want to have an impact in the world around us. And so even in the most, uh, the heaviest industries, the most rational industries, the, uh, the, the sort of even hard-nosed, you know, uh, banking, uh, investment banking worlds, um, we're all human and we all, uh, I think, want to understand why we're doing what we're doing and want to be connected to the impact that we're having. And so it's, it's great to hear you say that. Yes, purpose is a bit of an esoteric uh, concept, but once it gets applied, it, it can have real power in an organization. Yes, and therefore for me, uh, the takeaway, and uh, thanks for reinforcing that here in our discussion, is really the purpose is there. You have to find it and give it in pragmatic and good words. Secondly, any purpose needs pragmatic application in daily life. And third, purpose is always a long-term thing which needs to be rejuvenated over and over every day again. Thanks, Brett, for your input today, explaining the purpose, and thanks for your continued support in the future, you know, keeping that purpose alive. Thank well, you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Martin Daum got new ideas from the discussion with Brad White, and we hope you've got some inspiration out of our talk as well. Let's do a quick recap of the takeaways of their dialogue. First, the question, why are we doing business, is extremely important for every company. And a credible and authentic answer has to be beyond just making money. Stakeholders today demand these answers. Second, the fundamental truth of purpose is when your strengths and the needs in the world intersect. 
That's where you find your calling. Third, speaking for Daimler Trucks. It has a clear purpose, serving all who keep the world moving. It's a long-term mindset, rejuvenated once and again. This was Transportation Matters, our Daimler Trucks and Buses podcast. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, hit like and subscribe to Transportation Matters on your preferred podcast platform. Our next episode is available on the 4th of December. Martin Daum will then talk to Terry Stotts, head coach of the Portland Trailblazers NBA basketball team, about leadership, motivation, teamwork, and strategy. Meanwhile, you might want to check out another Daimler podcast. It's called Headlights. Daimler employees around the world share their unique story of what it's like to work at a global company like Daimler. Daimler.